Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coach Amy Alpert. Hi, Danielle. So happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, me too. I wish you were here in person, though. I know. That makes me But sad. we did just see each other, so that was good. We did. Outside. Outside, socially distanced. You have this awesome little area that you set up in your backyard with a TV and a hot tub. It was, it was as close to going as a, to a resort as I will get in 2020. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good excuse to finally invest in our backyard. Yeah, and you you did it because you wanted people to be able to like hang out. I feel like a lot of people are doing that. We put a TV in our backyard too. I know, your backyard's awesome. And so I feel like everyone is making these adjustments right now to try to get through, you know, as best we can while still being safe, which is awesome. We talked about getting a hot tub for 13 years. We bought this house 13 years ago. We were going to buy a hot tub and COVID made us do it. I think a lot of people, COVID made them do certain things that we hadn't done before, but had been waiting to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not spending money on vacation. That's a good point. You know, that's sort of how I looked at it. I was like, we were going to go away. This is instead of going away. Right. Well, you and I at the beginning of, so we've done two episodes sort of leading up to this one pre-pandemic. Well, no, no, no. One pre-pandemic where last year we did sort of how to keep it together for the holidays and things that right. we could do to, to keep our stress level low. Um, obviously, I think about when we recorded that, I guess, which I guess was a year ago, and we had no clue. No, we thought we were stressed then. Little happening. did we know. <laughs> right? We were like thinking about the holidays and how we wanted to make sure that we didn't have to like engage with too many people and how to keep our gatherings like less than 50 because we didn't want to overdo it in our house and have too much cleanup. Little did we know that was like the last hurrah. Yep. But then we did an episode, which I loved back when the pandemic first started, when we really were about to be like thrown into the thick of it about kind of recalculating and calibrating and, and getting ready for what was about to happen as parents and as, you know, just citizens and just getting ready for what was about to be thrown at us. Yeah, we were so, there was so much uncertainty then. It's so, I mean, even though life is difficult now, I feel like at least it's familiar. Right. So now we are at this point in all of this where number one, we're about to deal with the holidays. We're about to deal with the winter and we're sort of about to deal with what I heard someone refer to yesterday when I was listening to a podcast as the last big battle. 
getting through the last big battle. Now we sort of, you know, we're, we, we have the thoughts of the vaccine at some point coming. And I don't want to get into a big discussion about, you know, I know people have lots of different feelings about vaccine. I'm not looking to get in an argument with anybody. I will be the first in line for the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And like I have said to some of my friends who say that they are not getting the vaccine, first of all, I will take their dose. And (laughs) can't ever have too many. And I have (laughs) said, uh, listen, I'm the type of person who I drink 14 sweet and lows a day. There is nothing I have not already done to myself. It's true. <laughs> so, you know, so on the vaccine front, I am very excited about the vaccine. However you, you, you know, wherever you fall on the vaccine scale, um, there is this idea that maybe by this spring or the summer we'll be in a different boat on many totally. different levels. Um, so that's really good. But we are sort of entering this last phase, which is, you know, we kind of got to hold on for dear life. We're exhausted already. We all have this pandemic fatigue, or most of us do. But we are, if we could just get through, you know, the last mile of the marathon, we'll be okay. If I get COVID before the vaccine and I've gone this long without getting it, I will be so pissed. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel like that. Right? Like, I just feel like that's why we need to just do what we need to do now. Yeah. For ourselves and everything. And it's hard because, you know, the way you think of things as it's hard and it gets better, 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 better. With the COVID, it's been hard, then a little better, then hard, then a little better, then hard, then hard, then hard, then a little better. It's not, it doesn't follow what we expect. I mean, it's worse now really than when you and I spoke back in March. Yeah. And it's everywhere. When I did podcast back in March. Right. When we had where we live, we're both in New Jersey, you're in North Jersey, I'm in Central Jersey, but where we live, we really had the gift of over the summer, our numbers were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like we had really low COVID numbers. We were not a hot spot. We were, and we had the added benefit of the warm weather. So we had both of those things together. We were still very safe, but we were able to at least like live a little bit. Mm-hmm. But now there's this idea of sort of, it's funny because Jonah and I play this game all the time since he was a baby where we play like mama bear and baby bear. It sounds really pathetic, but we go under the covers and we pretend we're hiding from animals and we go under the covers and he like loves this game. So So if I could, my thought also is sort of like, if I can sort of make this game of hibernating for my family and like getting cozy and getting, you know, sort of just, Yeah, like, you know, I bought Jonah, my youngest, I bought him a tent for his bed. So, you know, one of those tents that goes over your bed and we're going to put, I bought it for him for Hanukkah, he doesn't know yet, but I'm going to put like lots of blankets in there. And I know people who have set up camping tents in their wow. in their family rooms or that's sort of, so smart i and love at this that point it's sort of like listen you're not having guests over anyway who cares if you have yep. a fucking camping tent in the middle of your family room if that makes everybody happy yeah so i'm i'm going with this idea for the next few months of hunkering down and sort of being these bears in hibernation and making it really cozy and comfy for our family while we're hibernating i feel like you have like embraced the second half of the pandemic so much like like you've turned a corner 
Yeah, I was really, I am really struggling sometimes. Some days I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, this again. And some days I wake up and I'm like, this feels good. It feels cozy. It feels, you know, I'm not, I don't feel good that people are dying and it's terrible out there, but it feels doable and it feels sort of like I can make the most of this. But also you are an inherently creative person. And I feel like that first half, you couldn't even tap into it. You didn't have even the energy to tap into your creativity. And now like it's gone wild. Like you are enjoying shopping for Hanukkah and you're decorating Mm -hmm. your house and you're coming up with these clever ideas. And I just feel like it's, you're like on creative. Yeah. Well, I'm letting myself indulge a little bit. And that was one of the things I asked on Instagram. I'm letting myself indulge a little bit. Last Hanukkah, we didn't do Hanukkah presents with our kids. We did one little present. Um, You know, we were, we were, was, we were dealing with some financial stuff. We, um, the kids were, I mean, there was so much going on. They were going to get Hanukkah presents from you guys. They were going to get Hanukkah presents from their other Adam's side of the family. Like there was so much that they were going to get that I was sort of like, I don't need more crap in my house. There's nothing the kids need there. You know, there's, I'm literally just going to be buying crap to buy crap. So we sat Mm -hmm. down with them and we told them we weren't this year. It's the opposite. This year, I'm allowing myself, I have bought each of my kids a nice present. You know, I'm not spending, they're not not getting like a pony, but I have bought my kids a really nice present for each night of Hanukkah because I am sort of feeling like, first of all, it's been really fun to shop for them online and everything and and be creative and figure out what to get them. And also, I do want to make it a little bit special this year. So I, I am allowing myself even though we're not really in a different financial situation than we were last year, <laughs> this is one thing I'm really allowing myself to do. So, um, you know, so I, I am, I am looking at the holidays and I just sent you a picture. I don't, I never decorate I my house for shit. And I, I like got these cute little Etsy decorations and I put some up, like it makes me happy. And we're, we're here. This is our bunker. This is our place. So yeah. I'm trying to make it as festive as possible. So and I haven't done any decorating or any gift buying. I know, just, but you make everything so cozy for your family in so many ways that that's, that's okay. You cook. I, just, I don't cook. Like, I don't do those other things you're really good at. You know, you made your family lasagna the other night. Like, the only way my family's eating lasagna is if I order it in from a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have think you have to know the ways that, you're, that are comfortable for you. You love doing that stuff. And it's really hard to shop for my kids. I mean, 17 and almost 20. What do you buy yeah. for them? Oh, like, I, I could I could certainly give, a, I mean, I'm 43 and I'll give you a list. Well, that was one thing that somebody said in one of the answers for, um, you know, what are you doing to make life a little easier for you right now? She said, my mother-in-law loves to cook. I literally called up my mother-in-law and said, will you deliver one meal a week to me to, you know, every, every week that I don't have to worry about dinner? And she's sort of like, my mother-in-law loves to cook. I, I picked up the phone. It was a little uncomfortable, but I called her and I was like, you know, she loves to do it. She hasn't been delivering food to us, you know, but, and, but I really need this. And that's one thing I could take off my plate every, every week is for her to deliver it. And I was sort of like, that's so perfect. Like, that's what we should be doing. We should be exchanging these skills for each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, one thing that I've been doing with my friends is, you know, 
I'm back to doing Instacart and Fresh Direct in that. I'm sort of trying to avoid the grocery stores. But like you said, over the summer, it was a little bit better. So in order to help our friends out, whenever I went to a grocery store, I would write to my friend and say, do you need anything? Mm -hmm. And whenever she went, she would say, do you need anything? I have a friend who works full time and she knows that I've really been shopping for my kids, like that I've really been putting effort in. So she was, she literally texted me. She's like, can you send me a link to every single thing? We have sons the same age, 12 year old boys. Will you send me a link to every single thing you bought for Ian? And I did. And she's like, done. She just, I see a second business for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, but trust me, I'm the one who's texting her like, when are conferences? When are, you know, (laughs) when are this? So we're, you know, we use our strengths. We all have to work with our strengths. Yeah. Um, and that is also, you were talking about one thing I actually have in my notes and then we'll move on. But one thing I have in my notes is that one thing I have done since the beginning of the pandemic that has made me so happy. And I've really been very consistent about it is in the beginning of the pandemic, when my kids couldn't see their friends, we couldn't see each other. And we didn't, like you said, we didn't really know people weren't even really like wanting to touch anything that was delivered. We put gloves on and we were making, um, goodie bags of candy. You know, when people, when all the stores were closed, we own a store that sells candy. So we were making goodie bags of candy and dropping them off in front of people's front doors. Well, then I sort of graduated to, we have this really awesome local donut shop that I love to support. And and once a week or every couple weeks, really, um, we, I just did it on Thanksgiving. In the morning, I was ordering like six boxes of donuts of these specialized donuts and I would say to the kids who is someone you want to deliver to today like oh I love that and I wish I lived closer I know and we every couple weeks were delivering some people we delivered to like you know if they were older couples we did it every single time but they really we got to look forward to it and it was an activity for the morning and I was supporting a local place and you know like now everybody has these ring doorbells so we drop them off. We like do a little dance in front of the ring doorbell or, you know, like the kids would see. <laughs> and like, and then we would get this nice text from the people and it was just this connection. So I highly recommend it. And yes, it has cost me a fortune because it is a very nice donut shop, but it has been something that has been so worth it. If you don't want to spend money, make extra of whatever you're making for dinner. But the delivering has really been huge. I bet. Just getting out of the house. Yeah, it's There was been somebody great. who wrote something really cute. I'm just trying to find it in my notes that they made cookies. Did you, do you remember reading this? They made cookies and they would drop it off and make the cookies in a shape, spelling out the word. Yeah. Sugar cookies and they got frosting and they would say, and they would write out something they appreciate about that person. Yes. 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 I love that idea. I think that is so great. So you could even make sugar cookies in like Christmas, you know, shapes or whatever. And then, and then write things that you like love about that person and deliver it. How freaking special is that? People are so creative. Okay. So I wanted to get into, we're at this point right now. I know people feel like they're about to lose their sanity. Like people are about to lose their shit and we're scared. And we're at a point now where we are reaching how am I, I need a super boost. How am I getting through the next few months? People are worried about finances. People are worried about health. They're worried about, are they going to have a job? All this stuff. So I thought maybe you could jump in and give us some tools that we can use. 
to get through. So I listened to a podcast, Lisa Damore, who you had on yours, who wrote Untangled, who's awesome. She was talking about, um, you know, she's a psychologist. And um, I thought I could start with her because she really talked about this idea of how people are anticipating the holidays and are grieving a little bit about loss. You know, as much as we're trying to be really upbeat and trying to find alternatives and be creative, there is for some people more than others, um, a real sense of loss that you can't do the things that you always used to do. And so she was talking about anticipatory mourning so this idea that you're, you're anticipating the holidays and you're anticipating some of the loss, some of the things that you're grieving and how that's okay. It's not wasted. She's like, if you're processing it now, in some ways it gives you more space when the holidays actually arrive. So, you know, processing it, maybe not doing it in front of the kids so much, doing it on your own time. And then when the holidays come, you have to be sort of the head of the ship. You need to be there to make it fun and happy and joyful. But, um, but you know, it does, we do, what, what she was saying is you can say to your kids, we can't go visit grandma and grandpa because, because it's for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And right now we have to make sacrifices. And if you think about like what these holidays are really about, it's about doing the right thing and being a good person and being a good citizen. And so, you know, the real essence of what these holidays are about is caring for others and, and sacrifice. I love that. So that's really something that we can talk about with our kids without necessarily droning on and on about it, but it can be a piece of it. And also she talked about how you know, all of our kids are building resilience right now. So next year during Christmas, when they don't get the gift they want and they want to have a a temper tantrum around that, you can be like, yeah, but remember last year, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's sort of everything can be relative. Like we've been through dark days. So maybe that will help us have a little more clarity when some of the little things bother us. Um, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. Maybe we'll sweat the small stuff a little differently, um, a little less after COVID and our Mm -hmm. kids too. So I thought those were all really helpful things. And she wasn't necessarily saying, don't feel your feelings. You can feel your feelings. Your kids can feel their feelings. That's totally okay. In fact, it's good. And to talk about them, but then sort of, she was saying, you know, this is going to be a historic holiday a once in every hundred years holiday. So, um, you know, we get to be a part of that. And next year, hopefully we'll be back to normal so we can get through this. So there's a sort of idea that it's temporary. Right. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I thought that whole whole idea was great. Um, And another thing that I find really helpful is there's this idea of grounded optimism which is, it's sort of like not just being optimistic because you want to feel good, but being optimistic because you've actually accomplished something like this in the past. So we've been here, right? We were here, we've been here since March and we've come up with some really clever ways of dealing with it. We've had hard days, we've had good days, but we've survived. And so sort of using some of that to propel us forward. You know, like, yes, we've been here. We've done this. We can keep doing this. It's not new to us anymore. 
There are certain items that I absolutely cannot wait to share with you guys when I know that a sponsor signs on and I ask them because I love their products so much and they say yes, I get so excited, especially for parents because right now I know we're all looking for ways to make virtual learning better for our kids and also make our kids' lives more fun. I was looking for ways to make virtual learning more fun and comfortable for my kids, so I got them each a yoga bow. Each of them got the armchair bundle and the ottoman. It is by far one of my best purchases I have made of 2020, besides, of course, my outdoor heater. That we Are we got. talking about your outdoor heater? Yeah, we're going to talk no, about No, let's talk about heater. the yoga bow, because I love going into their rooms and seeing them sitting in their yoga bow while they're on their computers doing their virtual learning. This thing is really cool. Yeah, we've used it not only for virtual learning, but they've been amazing for like to make a fun, cozy lounge area in your room. And they've been amazing for watching movies. Our son uses it for gaming. And as our boys love to do, I feel a little bit re- better when they're wrestling and rolling around with each other on the yoga bows rather than on our hardwood floor, which they have done many, many times. I think I've told at least 10 of my friends to get them for their kids for the holidays. And especially if your kid is in high school or college and looking to make their room more fun, more fun hangout, or especially outdoors right now, since we're mostly outdoors, they have outdoor stuff also. Yogabo has stepped up to reinvent the furniture for your home and hundreds of other products that are all about making you feel good. Their patented bean bags are made with insanely durable cotton spandex blend, and all covers can be interchanged, removed, and washed. They even have outdoor covers you can swap at any time for your balcony or backyard, and we have used ours outside a ton. They're also great for chronic pains, ADHD, stress, and anxiety, and I know that they are super famous and a household name in the autism and sensory community where they help consult and build sensory quiet rooms from their furniture all around the world, including schools, libraries, and even NBA and NFL arenas. Yogabo is the number one brand of beanbags in the world with over 150 stores. Head to yogabo.com, that's Y-O-G-I-B-O, and put in M-N-M for 15% off your order. That's yogabo.com. Promo code MNM for 15% off. Go order for the holidays today. I want to talk to you guys about my balls for a second. <laughs> no, this is We've for real. We've done that many times <laughs> on this show already. Don't, don't act like this is something we haven't done before. I know, but this is for real. Because we found this company called Manscapes, and they make the most amazing ball clipper that there is available. And I've used other clippers before, and they pull, and they tug, and they hurt. But Manscaped obsesses over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience and mine. And I'm so thankful for this because I couldn't use these other old clippers before. That's why Manscaped has re-engineered the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. That sounds pretty the cool. Lawn right there. The lawnmower. The lawnmower. Oh. I love these companies that have these fun names for I their do products, too. but Wait, they actually tell you what they're can doing. I, can I interject for a second? Please. I have to say, I am very appreciative of Manscaped and the fact that you do Manscaped. Right? I am. And sometimes I think I take that for granted, but it is a really big deal because I don't want to get too personal, but I've seen some non-Manscaped in my previous well, days. Well, we don't, we don't want 70s porn going on, right? So... 
Oh, is that what's that? I don't know. Like I have porn. Watched. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Well, anyway, I am very appreciative. And I think most women would really love their men to, you know, take care of themselves and maybe do some manscaping. <laughs> yeah. And, and a couple really cool things about the Manscaped product. Nope. And another couple really cool things about it. It has an LED light on it. So if... Not that you should be doing this in the dark, but you can actually get, see what's going on while you're using this trimmer. Or if you're just old like you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you could take it in the shower. It's waterproof. And it lasts 90 minutes. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. And you should check out some of their other products, like the anti-chafing ball deodorant, ball spray toner, ball wipes. They got all the best stuff for your balls. They're all about balls. Isn't that great? It's a great country. Someone's got to be, man. <laughs> For us women, we're so busy making sure that we smell good and look good and everything. It's your turn. Damn right. So trim that junk of yours and get 20% off and free shipping with our code MNM at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Use promo code MNM to get 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. And so will your wife. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I, I talk a lot on our podcast about how I do stuff. You know, I, I'm a very tired person by nature. And I, um, you know, it kind of runs in our family a little bit, although I don't think you have it as badly as I do. But I do. I, I sometimes at the end of the day will reflect on the day and be like, wow, okay, I got the kids on the bus this morning. I, you know, I, I will sometimes, I'm good at that, at, at looking at the accomplishments of the day and being like, that is something that I need to be proud of. And I, I, I wanted to stop, you talk about this grounded optimism and think right now, everybody, and when you go home, if you want to write out a list, I really think it does help. And I did that um, the other day, actually yesterday, I wrote out a list of the stuff that we have accomplished despite the pandemic, right? And if you sit down and write that list, you're going to be like, holy shit, I really have done a lot. I mean, for my list, I, I came up with a lot of things. Some of them, obviously, you know, some of them small and maybe not noteworthy. But first of all, I moved yeah. in a pandemic. Yeah. Um, I somehow made summer fun for my kids, even though everything was canceled. Um, you know, I don't think my kids are going to look back on that summer and be like, that was the worst summer of my life. I don't think it was really, you know, something that there, I still made it special somehow. My dog had surgery and recovered, um, for eight weeks, you know, I was like picking him up and and carrying him up and down the stairs and all of that. And he recovered. My daughter came out, (laughs) um, which was more of an accomplishment for her, but it was a journey for all of us. And, you know, we, we did it and we were supportive and I think we did a really fantastic job with it. And she was, it was really a great experience for her. Um, we somehow still managed to produce podcast episodes that I'm really proud of. And, you know, and, and like, there are all these things that we did. And if all, if every single person stopped and made a list. And, and if you had your kids make a list, even that you could all sit down and do that and share it. Um, it does sort of give you the sense of, you know, 2020 has been really shitty in a lot of ways, but it, it really, it hasn't been the, a waste of a year at all that we all joke about, right? We're, we don't want to skip over 2020 because there has been a lot of stuff. And these last months, 
you know, I know it's not that we're going to snap our fingers in 2021 and all of a sudden, poof, everything is going to be magical. But these last months, you know, December through May or June or whatever it is, there's still going to be great stuff that's going to happen for us as long as we're safe and, you know, we, we try to um, keep going with all the restrictions and the guidelines of COVID and everything. It's if we sit down and ponder that and we say to ourselves, wait a minute, yeah, I, I I have a lot to be proud of and there's still a lot of good stuff that can happen. So if we stop with that, you know, that grounded optimism that you're talking about and that we take some time and we have been doing, you and I have been doing um, every day, every day with our two daughters, we have been doing a gratitude thread where we text each other every morning. You and your, you and Gabrielle started it, you and your 20 year old daughter. And I kind of like, was like, can we, can I get in on this with Mia? (laughs) And we started this where every morning and every night, and sometimes it is a little bit hard to come up with stuff. Like yet this morning, Mia texted three things and she was sort of like, I don't really know what to write for four and five. And we were like, (laughs) okay, that's okay. Three is fine. But you know, even like, like, you know, uh, I clean my kitchen or, and it has been so magical and it is something that Mia would never do with just me. I knew I needed to get on board with you and Gabs because Gabs is her older cool cousin and you know, you're her aunt who she, you know, like loves and adores and I'm just her mom, but she, um, it has been so special and I look forward to it every morning and every night and you don't have to do it every day. Like we happen to do it every day. We do it twice a day. Twice a day. You don't have to. I mean, it could be right. less than that. But what I loved about it the most is how much I've gotten to know Mia. Like getting her right. daily, first of all, she's adorable. And I just, I, I look forward to hers so much because they're just so funny. Yeah. Um, but what I love is now like I'm part of the, the weeds of her life mm-hmm. in a way that I could never get as an aunt who lives an hour away. Right. You know, like, I feel like I really am getting to know her. And then sometimes in these threads, we'll ask a follow-up question, you know, like, oh, you know, what did you do with that friend? Or right. you know, why did you like the TV show? Because TV right. shows are a big part of our gratitude list. All yes, they, Mia in her TV <laughs> shows, man, let me tell you. Yeah. That's what's getting us through COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And for me too, you know, Mia doesn't talk to me that much. So it's been great. And, you know, and, and having her do it with Gab, Gabrielle has been essential because it's her older cousin, but it has been, that has been so great. So I think the stopping, we do it every day, which has been fabulous. Not everybody can do it every day. I get that, but sit down, you know, you can sit down with a glass of wine at night or, or something and just write out these accomplishments. It really has made, um, you know, a difference to sort of stop and reflect and be like, damn, like I, I have done that. You know, I did that. Um, despite a pandemic and, you know, and you'll see that there's been progress, even just like I figured out the end of August, I was so heavy with the dread of hybrid learning and virtual learning. And like, has it gone completely smoothly? No, but I figured it out and we're doing it. So stuff like that, you know. Um, And also when you, you keep saying things that happened despite COVID, but there's also things that have happened because of COVID. Right. That is true. Like, I, I wonder if the gratitude text would have happened had COVID not been here. Right. I wonder, you know, I started a newsletter for my job, you know, for my, for my company. And I don't know if I would have started that without mm-hmm. COVID. So there's also things that maybe we're starting to do that we want to hold on to, even when COVID is over. Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. 
Um, okay, did you have any other for the tools? Or I know people also on Instagram gave a lot of, um, you know, things that they're doing to sort of get through the next few months. Right. Um, well, you know, I have sort of different categories. So there was the work from home category where um, people are talking a lot about, you know, making a nice office for themselves at home. And one thing I thought was really interesting is people kept talking about having an office with a door. And the door is for two reasons. The door is to keep people out when you're working. So you have boundaries, you know, and I even um, wrote a blog where I came up with this idea of having a red, yellow, and green sign on your door. Mm -hmm. So red means, you know, I'm on with the CEO of my company. If you walk in, you're dead. You know, yellow is I'm working really hard and focused. I'd prefer you not come in. And green is come on in, just knock. Right. You know, so something to communicate with your family because, you know, we all are in different situations when we're in our office. Um, and the other reason to have a door is to lock your work in. So some people talked about leaving their work phone, if you have two phones, leaving your work phone in your office, closing the door behind. So it's, it's symbolic to you, I'm done working. Because mm -hmm. it used to be you'd have a, you know, a 45 minute commute and you'd leave right. your office and come home and that would indicate that you're done working. Now with everything home, there's no boundaries. So there was a lot of talk of people creating boundaries around work, both in terms of keeping their family out when they needed to work, and keeping work out when they needed to be with their family. There's a New York Times article that has all of this ergonomic gear that you can do for a home office. It's great and it has lots of potential gift ideas too. So maybe, I don't know if you could include that. Uh, what in. does ergonomic mean? Ergonomic um, is so that you don't get um, pain in your wrists when you're oh. um, carpal tunnel, you know, yeah. or stiff neck or just creating a workspace that is good on the body versus causing pain. Mm -hmm. So maybe that means, you know, putting your feet on something so that your feet touch the ground, or maybe that's a special type of keyboard that's better for your wrists um, or a different kind of chair. So um, a lot of different um, tools around that. The big companies have like ergonomic departments where they help their employees sit more comfortably in their office. Oh, that's amazing. I know. I know. So, um, and, yeah, so and some like people, a good, it's a good check-in right now, right? Especially yeah. when you're about to be about to be for the holidays that you could know what you can, you know, like you said, it's good for gifts too, to check in and be like, Hey, what do you need? You know, what do you want for your, your workspace? And even if it's something fun, that'll help them brighten it up or make well, it. And that's where you were talking about splurging a little bit on that, um, food service and, um, for dinners. Mm-hmm. Like, I think also people were mentioning in their, in their responses to your Instagram questions about splurges they were doing for their sanity, like getting more childcare. Yeah. Someone said I'm getting childcare, even though I'm home. Right. Oh, right. But you're home, but you're trying to work. Absolutely. I loved that. Yes. Yeah. Or like, um, spending some money on your office space, you know, that might be worth it or your kids off, uh, kids study space. So thinking about how to spend your money in ways that that could really, you know, make this next bit of time a little bit more manageable. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that, I love that idea. Were there other uh, things that people said, not from work, maybe not about work from home, but about what they're doing, um, you know, to sort so, of get through, I'm trying to find the. So I was going to talk, should we talk about self-care now or wait? 
Yeah, you know, yeah. What were you calling it? You called it something else, which I loved. What did you call it before? Self self compassion. Self compassion. Yes, which is so important well, so right now. One of the things I I actually um, facilitated a bunch of groups for organizations for working parents, um, like their human resources department asked me to facilitate groups so people could really vent and talk about how difficult it is to work from home, have your kids at home. And one theme that kept coming up that I loved is this idea that um, there was this permission to be human, this idea that we're all dealing with this. So you're on a Zoom call and your kid walks in and, you know, for work, a meeting for work. You know, Wait, did you see that Nicole Wallace? Did I send you that? when the guy, she had a doctor on, like a very prestigious doctor and his grandson walked in and started like climbing all over him. Oh and Nicole no, Wallace, I would love to see that. Nicole Wallace was like, this is the best episode I've ever had. She's like- yes. <laughs> I love her. I know, and it, it does add something, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, go ahead. Yeah, and that's that's like, we're all in it together, and it's sort of like this shared experience of, you know, it used to be that you would only know that your boss had a family based on framed, perfect pictures on their desk. Now, you've got like kids in their PJs coming in and, and you know, jumping up and down. Right. So it's just bringing out the humanity in everyone. And people were talking about how they're being a little bit easier on themselves, you know, giving themselves some grace that they maybe otherwise wouldn't. And so I think in terms of self-care, self-compassion, that's huge. You know, mm -hmm. thinking about how you can, especially looking at the holidays now, like what's good enough? Mm -hmm. You know, what would be good enough? We don't need to get an A plus in everything, mm -hmm. uh, especially during a pandemic. So giving ourselves some slack, cutting ourselves some slack and cutting other people some slack. Um, you know, a lot of people were talking about in their marriage, you know, their spouse wanting to do more and be with, you know, be with family more or, you know, and, and they're just like, I, I just want some slack. I don't want to have to do as many things this year or yeah, it's a perfect you know, buy as many gifts. Have or, a, yeah, have a reprieve. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, we were talking about check-ins. I actually just this morning had a check-in with Adam um, because... We, um, yesterday, I'll get into it, I'm sure in the next episode with Adam, but yesterday I realized that we um, have been a really good team about COVID and then maybe it was sort of slipping a little bit and I, you know, we're not maybe at the same point of pandemic um, anxiety. And so I, I had, I had to check in with him this morning before work because I knew that I was like, I just needed to talk about it. And, um, it was good to sort of check in and he didn't really realize that I had been, you know, that I was sort of at this level, a level of anxiety about COVID right now as it's getting worse and we're a hot spot. And I just sort of said to him, you know, this is what I, this is what I'm comfortable with. And this is what I'm not comfortable with as far as what we're doing and what our kids are doing. And, you know, and, and this is, and, and, and I feel like we're kind of, we've been this team and now we're sort of like not parallel. So it was a really good check-in to just be like, listen, how, what is, what is your comfort level right now? Here's my comfort level. This, we're about to have holidays where, you know, our kid, my kid, my son, my middle son is getting invited to indoor play dates. I am completely uncomfortable with indoor play dates right now. And mm -hmm. I need that backup from Adam to that when 
you know, he comes to me and then he comes to him and Adam is seeming is saying no, but not seeming as no, this is dangerous. You're not doing this more of like, no, mom said no. <laughs> I needed that, you know, so I needed to check in with him and make sure that we were on the same page because that is just an extra thing. I don't need to be worrying about my son coming to me and saying, can I go indoors? No, it's a blanket. No, you're not going indoor. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so to have that conversation was important. And Adam was totally think- cool about it. He just didn't realize how nervous I was. And that is self-care right there is self-care setting boundaries. Like I don't want to have a discussion with my kids about the intricacies of every play date. Like there are rules. This is what we do. This is what we don't do. And I don't want to have to, you know, negotiate every time. Right. So yeah, I think that's part of self-care. And for me, I'm erring on the side of being extra conservative because it just, for me and my anxiety, that's better for me. Yeah. So if I don't have to do something, I don't. And mm-hmm. it just makes my life easier. And I don't have to worry afterwards. Oh, did I, did I wash my hands after I did that? Or was I too close to that person? Or right. it, it, for my anxiety, it's just not worth it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 82% of our audience on Instagram said that they are definitely dealing with pandemic fatigue. I thought it was going to be a hundred percent, but I'm glad there are some people who, you know, some people do through are thriving in this. They love, you know, not having to go out or deal with anything. Are you feeling pressure and stress about making the holiday as special as usual, as usual, considering all the limitations and guidelines we have to follow? 65% said yes. Um, 35% said they're not as, um, you know, as uh, feeling as stressed. Some people said, and I'm feeling this too, no, I'm feeling pressure to make it more special than usual because of all the things that they're not going to be able to do, you know, to maybe spend more money on more indulgent gifts or to find ways to make it more special while still being in the confines of your own home. So it's almost even not just as special as usual. They want to make it even more special, you know, yeah, you it, it all falls on us because they're not going to holiday parties or having the class holiday party or so. But I would argue you should take some of that pressure off of you. Right. You know, like, I don't know that this has, you know, like we said in the beginning, this is going to be a memorable experience no matter what. So, yep. you know, you, you can, you, you don't have to kill yourself either. Right. I mean, it, it sounds like you're enjoying it, so that's okay. But yeah, for people I who don't enjoy it. it, I don't think that there should be the pressure that this has to be the best holiday season ever. Right. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to find other things. Um, oh, wait, other things for what? For things that people are doing to make the holidays, you know, less stressful and more um, some people were saying they're kind of looking forward to less rushing around, mm-hmm. you know, like there's less driving, less traffic, less lines, fewer lines. Um, yep. 
So, you know, and one thing you and I talked about last year in the podcast that we did on this was thinking of three words that you want the holiday um, to be in the end. Like, what are the three? Yes, three words. Like on January 3rd, when you look back, are these the three words that you would use? Right. Like, what's the essence of the holiday that you want? Right. Yeah. And it's so, oh, I wish I had written down the words last year so I can compare them to this because I don't oh, wait, remember. I'm trying to remember. I think I remember your words. But no. I feel like this year, the first one that comes to mind to me is cozy. I want to, I want to cozy it up so much. Like I want to really make, like go into that whole, like, how can I make this hibernation as cozy and that they look back and they think, okay, I couldn't leave my house, but my house felt so good. You know, we, we converted our, our fireplace was gas. We converted it to wood burning and we've been using it constantly. And like, just knowing that we're making a fire and, you know, the kid, we've been letting the kids make s'mores in the fire and all the things that you can do in your, you know, in your house, or in your, you know, apartment or wherever you live that they, that, that are going to make it so memorable for them. Well, the, I was just reading this article and they said the Norwegian island of Tromsø rarely sees the sun from mid-November to mid-January. Yet, studies of the citizens show that there are no major differences in mental health during this time. Instead, the residents welcome the winter and look forward to sheltering inside and enjoying ski season. Um, Coastlig, the Norwegian term for coziness, is a notion widely embraced across the island. I just thought that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, then that in the, this in the um, Denmark, where you know I just had um, Eben on from Denmark about talking about Danish way of parenting. We can learn so much from them because you know they do this. I, I'm going to say it wrong. So oh, I love it. Hoggy. Yeah. Hog or hay. Oh God, what's it called? I love that term. Yeah. But where they always, their whole thing about how they bond as a family is this idea of making things cozy and just having like this snuggle session where they don't have their devices or anything and they, you know, have, they light candles and they put all blankets around and they just make the whole room like this really cool, almost fort type of, of nook in the house. And we can sort of do that. You know, there's no reason even to clean it up. Nobody's coming over. Just leave it there. Turn a room of your house into this place where everybody's just going to cozy up and hibernate, like a hibernation room. I mean, you know, we, I use my bed and, and Jonah comes into my bed to do it. Well, now I'm, I want to turn my whole family room into that and just leave it there. Yep. You know, and allow no shoes in that room, you know, no food in that room because my kids will just make it a fucking mess. And just a place where we can, you know, for the next three or four months, like that's our bunker. That's where we're going to. I love know, the idea of a bunker. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It's called, it's Heige. Heige. H-Y-G-G-E. Yeah. I follow Instagram or accounts Higgy. on it. Yeah. yeah H-Y-G-G-E. Right. And um, I follow that, Instagram accounts like that because it just makes me happy to see like everything. Well, that's so a great cool. idea to follow Instagram accounts that like show you how to make a nook and everything. I love yes. that. The one thing I do want to mention is this whole idea of energy because 
um, I'm taking this amazing course. It's a nine month course called Tend with this woman, Mara Glatzel. She's just amazing. And we're diving deep into self-care. And one of the things I've only been, I'm only on month two. So there's a lot to learn still. It's nine months. But um, two things that I've learned that I want to share that I just think are so key, because since we are the caregivers, a lot of people listening right now, you're the caregivers of the family. You're in charge of a lot of these things. How do we deal with our own energy levels? Um, and one thing is starting to pay attention to what gives us energy and what steals our energy. And why I say this is we're all so different. So my husband, he goes and plays paddle tennis 10 o'clock at night and he comes home energized. That to him gives him energy. To me, that would set me flat on my face. Mm -hmm. So we all need to pay attention to our own bodies and our own way of dealing with things and figure out what gives us energy. So she sort of defines the word rest as any activity that gives you more energy than it takes. So for me, reading a fiction book does that. It gives me energy, obviously taking a nap. Mm -hmm. um, for some people, baking might do it and other people baking might steal energy and they hate it. So um, taking a moment to really notice what gives you energy, more energy than it takes and what, what are your energy leaks? And one thing, you know, we, you and I have done so much talk about mental load. Mental load is a huge energy leak. It's all that thinking that we're doing that's invisible, that nobody knows all the worrying, all the planning, all, you know, so all this work you're doing, Danielle, on the holidays, for some people that might be an energy leak, thinking through all the details of getting gifts and, and buying decorations and all right, of like that. Like my friend who texted me and said, just send me all your links. And yes. I love finding the gifts, but she yes. hates it or yes. she doesn't have time. I shouldn't say she hates it. She doesn't have time. So I, she literally ordered, you know, her other friends sent her links. I'm sending her links and she's just ordering everything because she knows her kid is like our kids. For her, that doesn't work. That's, that's, it's not, you know, buying the gifts herself would just be an extra stress. For me, so it was enjoyable. What I recommend everybody do, including you, Danielle, mm -hmm. is um, write down all things that give you energy so that when you have a little bit of time or when you're really, you know, losing your energy, you've had a lot of energy leaks that wet that day. Um, you know, I had a mammogram last week. I can't tell you how many times I didn't get the results back for a week. How many energy leaks that was for me thinking, oh, I hope that mammogram came back okay. I hope it came back okay. Like these are energy leaks that we don't give ourselves credit for. Well, so, so we suddenly, when you say energy leak, I'm a little bit confused. And I also think now is the time to think about um, what you want to hold on to when this is all over. Mm. You know, what are some, some things that you've learned about yourself, about your family, about your schedule um, that you want to hold on to? Like for me, I'm wearing sweatpants for the rest of my life. Yep. I'm happy. I yep. am so happy. I put on those jeans and I'm like, what was I thinking wearing jeans before? Mm -hmm. So, you know, some people are excited to get back to dressing up. I am, if I can avoid dressing up for the rest of my life, I'll be very happy. Yep. So things that, you know, I, I've read a ton more books this break, this pandemic. You know, you're so good with that. I wish I was better so with that. It makes that, honestly, that is my restful activity. Right. But I've also reduced my social media time in order to make time to read more books. 
Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll catch myself scrolling and I'll be like, really, is this benefiting me? I really right. think this book would be better. Yeah. So those are some things and like activism, you know, I've been really into activism and writing postcards and doing mm-hmm. phone banking and I want to continue that. So, yeah. you know, maybe it's inspired, maybe you've gotten involved with a food pantry because of this, or maybe you've taken notice of healthcare workers in a way that you hadn't before. So what are some things that we can continue to do that we've, mm-hmm. that we've learned now mm-hmm. um, during this time? Because I really think that we've, we've all developed skills and discovered things about ourselves and our kids and our spouse that maybe we hadn't before. Yeah. I feel like that about my kids now, you know, if they have a friend over or something, we, I said, we put this backyard TV and I know not everybody has, you know, a backyard and can put a TV out there or whatever, but just saying that's one thing for us that like my kids were all with their friends inside on play dates, like watching football, you know, before this all happened or watching movies or whatever, I'm sending them outside from now on, even when this is over, no more. I mean, yeah. it's been the greatest thing ever that we never would have put that TV out there otherwise if it wasn't for this pandemic. And I mean, there, you know, why not sit outside in fresh air? And if you're going to, you know, jump all over the place, be outside and they play spike ball while they watch or, you know, things like that, that I'm sort of like, no way, like play dates from now on are outside. No more of this inside crap where they're making a mess. So, you know, thinking about things like that, that we've done. that have Well, definitely- it's like when we did that, when we did our beach vacation together, um, we couldn't go anywhere. We didn't do it. Like we didn't go to the um, local amusement park like we, we normally would have. It right. was a much slower. I really enjoyed it. We spent, we, I mean, the kids got so much more beach time. Yeah. And yeah. We, we, just, we spent so much less money. Were, yeah. Yeah. We spent no, well, we did order a lot of food. Yeah. But we ordered we, a lot. Otherwise we didn't spend money. That doesn't count. No. <laughs> right. Um, this was awesome. Yeah. I feel like so we nice need- to see you. I know. And I feel like there was a lot of good ideas. I hope people will feel like it's helpful. I think they'll feel like it's helpful. And, that they'll and I think them. what people wrote in was so helpful. Yeah. I'll share like some of those on me. Instagram too. But um, yeah, I love it. I can't wait to do our gratitude thread later. Oh, and if people wind up doing some of these things and implementing into them into their lives, take pictures and DM me or, you know, ideas so that I can share them on Instagram love or it. send me a message saying something you implemented into your life. Even if it's, I, you know, I posted um, the, the DMs, but we, we need as many tips as we can get. So I'll share them on Instagram. Um, and follow Danielle's stories because honestly, that is what got me through. And think, continues to get me through. I think probably most people who listen follow my stories, but um, you think so? Really? Yeah. Okay. You know what's been getting me through? Also, the news. Uh, do you follow Leslie Jones on on yes. Um, Twitter? Yes. Well, her Twitter? whole funny thing with Nicole Wallace. Oh my God! Following yeah. Leslie Jones on Twitter because I watch the news a lot. Like it's a really big problem. My kids are get so annoyed about it, and I only watch it in one room now because like they know when I'm in there and I'm watching the news not to come in. But Leslie Jones. Um, you know, like narrating and doing the play-by-play of the news yeah. gives me life. So well, they were saying home, Sarah Cooper should do a, um, what does she do when she does the talking? She she does the lip-syncing of Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. She could do the lip-syncing of Leslie Jones. Oh my God. Yeah. Leslie Wouldn't that be great? Just have her own like TV channel, just like doing this for other shows. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a future now. Good future. Well, thanks, Life Coach Amy Alpert. 
Thank you, Danielle. This was so great. And wait, just to remind everybody where they can follow you and what you do. So um, follow me on Instagram, Amy Alpert Life Coach. My website is amyalpert.com. And you have a fabulous newsletter. How do they sign oh, up? Oh, and newsletter? I have a newsletter. Sign up for my newsletter. You really, I you put it. so much effort and thought. I mean, what an awesome, yeah, what an awesome I started free the newsletter service. In, it's free. Yeah. I started the newsletter in June um, to help people who were doing job searches, you know, just because I knew that the job market, because I am a career coach and a life coach. And I started really with the career, with the job search piece, but now I've added a whole career building um, piece. So really any working parent or non-working parent or non-parent <laughs> really is for everybody. Um, and I put a lot of time into it where I try to um, call together all the great articles that I read. You know, I read yeah, all the time. And you're like an so avid reader and listener and everything. Where do they but, sign up? I said you're like an avid reader and listener. And so it's so nice. You're, it's almost like the Cliff Notes version of all the awesome stuff that you spend the time reading. Like you don't just read the headline. I just read the headline. You read the entire article. Like that's special. Not always. But usually. So, okay, so where but do they I sign up? When I put it on my newsletter, I have read the entire article. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't, I, those I read. Um, so you can sign up for my newsletter by going onto my website. Um, and there's a newsletter sign up. I don't know if you could include a sign up maybe on the podcast notes. Well, I can link to your newsletter, your uh, website, but what is your website? amyalpert.com. But I think if you do amyalpert.com slash newsletter, it will sign up. bring you up to the newsletter, but, but just maybe you would include that link and they can just sign up. And I, and I don't overwhelm people's emails. It's really every other week, mm -hmm. um, pretty, you know, once every other week. So it's not like you're going to be getting emails all the time for me. Right. All right, good. I love you. I love you too. So fun. All I'll talk right. to you in about 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.